Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bookshow. Then go over to morbidlybeautiful.com as we are now part of the Morbidly Beautiful Podcasting Network. Santa Claus tonight, you better run, boy. You better run for your life. But Mother Superior is Santa Claus. Now I have another reason to hate Christmas. Now that hell is full, I wonder where you will go. The caller is in the house. The calls are coming from the house. You're my family now. But if you're bad boys and girls, your name goes in the bad boys and girls book, and I'll bring you something horrible. Yes, Virginia. There is a Santa Claus. The All-American Spook Show Podcast. Hello and welcome to the latest edition of the All-American Spook Show Podcast. I'm Josh. I'm joined here with Donnie. Yo. And the Professor Smoke. What's up? Will is on Christmas assignment. He couldn't be with us this week, but uh, we, we, we go onward and upward. with. Uh, we haven't done Spook Show Spotlight in a while. I don't remember exactly the last time, but it was probably, good Lord, tail end of the summer. Well before something October. like that. Well, yeah. well before it's October, probably. it's been it's been a minute. So, mm-hmm. um, we're returning back to the series here, and, and today we're just going to be focusing on Christmas slashers. Now, uh, last year uh, we had a couple of spotlight episodes where we kind of dove in on holiday horror. I mean, we literally just ran through. Here, here's just all the Christmas horror. I think that was just one episode, and then another one was like Thanksgiving horror, Hanukkah, New Year's, all the other little <laughs> holidays, you know, that are uh, this time of year. So this time we figured we'd kind of focus in on just the uh, the uh, Christmas slasher uh, aspect, you know, that little hallway off of the main hallway <laughs> subgenre of that, and uh, and it's not it's really not going to be kind of an informal conversation, really. I mean, because uh, I, I looked through our archives and and best I could figure, and and you know we'll get everyone's opinion on what they think on a couple of these. We've done by my count six movies that I think you would consider a Christmas slasher film. Seven, mm. if you include just last week, uh, over on Grindhouse Gutter on the YouTube channel, we uh, we did To All a Good Night. That was the professor's latest pull there for yeah. Grindhouse Gutter. So I, I guess, you, you know, if you're counting that, that's seven that I know that we've talked about. But, you know, before we dive into those, I mean, uh, Smoke, anything in particular you want to say about Christmas slashers? Any particular one that kind of sticks out as like, you know, your personal favorite, you know, before we dive in? Well, yeah, well, I mean, for me, my personal favorite is probably might be some of y'all's as well, or at least way up there on your list is uh, might as well start at the very beginning. Not the first Christmas horror movie, but arguably, I guess, the first Christmas. Technically, you'd call this a proto slasher because it came out in 1976 before, you know, I think everybody's pretty much 1978. Halloween is sort of the first, technically the first slasher. And a lot of movies after that were, you know, called slasher movies. But in 1976, Black Christmas came out. The genre, the genre itself hadn't even had a name yet. So, uh, but that's the first one I, I'd say if you want to, you know, call it a proto slasher or whatever. And if I had to pick a favorite, I mean, that's the storyline. Everything that's going on in that movie is just, uh, you know, it's not way up there on the gore factor like you would get with some of the later Christmas slasher movies. Once see you know, later in the '80s when Splatter was a big thing. But, uh, but as far as the storyline and the feeling of Christmas and all that, and the fact that it was directed by the same guy. Yeah. Bob Clark did uh, a Christmas story. So <laughs> two very different, vastly different Christmas movies, but two classics of the of the uh, genre. Well, 
of a, the Christmas film in general and uh, specifically horror. I think that's one of the best little nuggets of information from that is that it's the same guy that did a Christmas story or yeah, <laughs> yeah. Christmas is <laughs> the guy that does like really just a dark, dark movie that is just yeah. that, you know, not to get in the spoiler territory. I mean, if you want to hear us go into the spoilers and talk deep about that, you have to go back to episode 22. So it's been a while back since we did that. I think that was Christmas mm-hmm. of 2019 uh, when we talked about that here on the show, but so it's been a while, but, um, yeah, I mean, like, just a dark, dark ending, Just so, especially for the time. And by the way, I think it was 1974 that that came out. You said 76. Oh, I think it was 74. I said, I said 76, yeah, yeah, yeah. 74. Um, but j- especially for the time, though, like, th- these, the way that movie played out, th- this wasn't the way a lot of movies, you know, were made back then. You know, that, like you said, one of the early slasher flicks, right? D- th- just that aspect of it. Something that got played the hell out over the next decade, right? <laughs> decade or so yeah. after that. But up to that point, you hadn't really seen anything like this, that kind of like, and then there was really not, once again, not to give any spoilers that there was no real resolution in the story either. It was just like, kind of like, well, that was fucked up <laughs> the <laughs> end, you know, like, so yeah, I, personally, I, I agree with you. Like, as far as like, that's on the top of my list for sure. Donnie, I, I need, I mean, you weren't on the show back when we did that. Have you ever had mm. a chance to sit down and watch that movie? Oh man, you guys are going to kill me. I have not. I, I, I just don't. Uh, I don't typically watch holiday horror. I I, I, I just see, typically don't delve into it. I can see that. I mean, like I do think uh, holiday horror is basically for people that are more inclined to love horror movies anyway. You know, yeah. like, if you don't like horror movies, you're not going to go out of your way at Christmas time to watch these things. You're just not. But, I mean, also, I mean, okay, so I love horror movies. However... Holiday horror is not really something I seek out, you know? And, that, and that's what I mean. Um, like, I, I mean, I think you really have to be a fan of horror. Like, not just a casual, like, you know, I know, you know, we're all kind yeah. of, we're, we have varying degrees of, of uh, horror fandom here on, on the Spook yeah. Show. I get that. But I mean, like, I really think you have to be inclined to really like horror movies to seek a lot of these out. Because usually this yeah. time of year, right, what are you watching? You're watching It's a Wonderful Life, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, you know, you're watching the standards, you know, white Christmas, yeah. whatever, right? You're watching that shit with your family and your kids and or whoever, right? So you're not going to pull it. All right, kids, gather around the old fireplace here and let's watch Krampus. You know, like, it's just not, <laughs> it's not something everybody does is all I'm saying. So I, I get that. I get that. You know. Also, I mean, not to get into the, you know, psychology of it and all that stuff, but you think about prior to all this, prior to movies, when you had folklore and you had tales, a lot of that stuff was dark. You know, if you even look at the original Grimm's fairy tales and, and, you know, a lot of that stuff is very Krampus himself. As you mentioned, you know, it comes from folklore and stuff. Yeah. And it's something to scare kids into behaving for Christmas, you know. Yet Krampus will drag you to hell, eat you maybe or whatever if you're lucky. But, uh, you know, these days we have Santa Claus who will, you know, put the lump of coal in your stocking if you're bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, over the course of the years, things have become a little bit more uh, less terrifying for kids. Yeah, I I was about to say, we've, we've lightened <laughs> up on the punishment. It used to be like, we're going to scare the shit out of you to act straight. You know, now it's kind of like, all right, well, you know, if you, if you act bad, you know, it's just going to be a lump of coal or maybe a, you know, a bag of switches or something. I don't know. That's about the extent of it. And, but. Really, and probably how many parents really do the lump of coal thing. Some, some to prove a point, maybe do and have, I think, but yeah. most aren't, you know, they're going to like threaten that, but they aren't really going <laughs> to, I think really maybe one time that I recall in my life, like my parents gave me like a lump of coal as a joke. It was like in the stocking, yeah. like, oh, haha, everybody laughs, you know, but that was it. It wasn't serious. Oh, by and, the way, here's all your other, you know, 
45 toys that we bought you. It's over there, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think, I think horror movies are kind of a way to, especially Christmas horror. And we're talking about that as a kind of a way to tap into that darker psychology of the holiday that we, we have kind of gotten away from nowadays. I, yeah, so. I agree. And, and I'll also say too, that like, it's kind of a, uh, it's a ripe, fertile landscape. The holidays and Christmas, like, I mean, even like Thanksgiving, you know, all the other holidays too. There's a bunch of holidays this time of year. That's why most people just say yeah. holidays, all encompassing, right? It's a fertile ground because, and I say that because it's that time of year where you're supposed to, you know, be thankful for family, you know, uh, faith is involved, right? Generally. So that being said, there is a, there's a scary side to those kind of things too, you know, and then some people, oh, yeah. some people have, aren't all happy and, 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 and sunshine and lollipops at Christmas time either. There are people that struggle with things at Christmas time because maybe they don't have family, right. Or whatever. Right. So yeah. I think because lost, of that, lost members or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think because of all those things, it, you know, as, as good a time of the year as it is for everyone, it's also can be a bad time of year for some people. And I think horror can really tap into that. And, and some of them have done it really well, which we'll talk about. And some just not so well, not so well <laughs> at all. Yeah. Some have some, some just use Christmas as a backdrop. You know, it just so happens there to be, that. you know, there's that. Uh, there, and we've talked about those kind of movies, you know, in the past, especially just like, like, uh, I know it's Thanksgiving, but you know, when we did blood rage, right? Like that really mm. doesn't have anything to do with Thanksgiving other than the fact that they, they gathered for some horrible meal and then bad shit goes down, you know? And more recently, and speaking of Christmas, our uh, Bloodbeat, when we did Bloodbeat, yeah. Bloodbeat pretty much, could have, I mean, it could. It was in the winter, you know, it was using snow outside as sort of a thing or whatever, but it could have been any time in winter, not necessarily Christmas. It just happened to be holidays. I think the only, home. yeah, I think the only useful aspect of Christmas use there with Bloodbeat is the fact that it draws them all together. You know, yeah. It puts yep. the whole family in the house at the same time, because otherwise maybe they aren't, they aren't all there. That's it. It has nothing to do with Christmas it's, otherwise. It's, True. Kind of like the home sweet home thing, you know, so that there was people in the house for him to kill <laughs> for the killer. To, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a means to an end, so to speak. It's just a, a MacGuffin, a, a plot, a plot point that just gets them in the house. So now they can be slaughtered, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think with this, you know, what we'll, we'll go through here a little bit is there's a lot of slaughtering going on. So I think we all agree. Well, you know, Donnie, eventually I think you may agree when you watch black Christmas, I think I, yeah. feel, I feel pretty safe in assuming that you're going to enjoy that mm. when you watch it. But uh, we've also talked about Better Watch Out back in 2016, mm-hmm. and, and that one I think kind of surprised us all. Uh, well, we didn't watch it in 2016, but that's when the movie came out. We watched. Yeah, it. we watched it. Uh, that was Christmas. two years ago. Yeah, I think that was like Christmas 2020. So that was yeah, it was two years ago. But I was trying to find the specific uh, episode number, and I can't find it. There it is. It's episode number 47. Uh, we we uh, watch Better Watch Out. Now, I'll also add, before we move on, Black Christmas, our consensus rating, of course, this is without Donnie so far, it's a 3.25. So it's the highest rated of the Christmas slashers that we've covered here on the Spook Show. Mm. Better Watch Out, our consensus rating was 3.1 stars. So it's just slightly below Black Christmas. And I think that one, for different reasons, you know, that one kind of caught us all uh, unaware, so to speak. Like, you know, I think there was a certain level of this is what we expect. And then, Oh, wait a minute. This was a little better than I expected. You know, that was that kind of movie. Um, Donnie, you weren't there when we did that one, but you did go back and re-rate it and you gave that one a three. So, uh, there was that mm. when we, when we yeah. covered that one, another one that we did, 
uh, was Silent Night, Deadly Night. And I think we just did that. That was last year, last Christmas, 2021. That was uh, episode 85 in the archives. So if you want to go check that one out from 1984, we gave that a consensus rating of 2.8 stars. So you're getting varying degrees here, you know, down slightly from Black Christmas, Better Watch Out, Silent Night, Deadly Night. And then right below that, Christmas Evil from 1990, or I'm sorry, 1990, 1980. <laughs> that was uh, one that we did a while back uh, as well. That was uh, uh, episode 48. Yeah, there you go. So that was right when we did uh, Better Watch Out. It was right after that. Mm-hmm. So that one, 2.75 stars, 2.7 stars for that one. And then th- these are, I get, well, I guess there's not much of a debate. Blood beat is a slasher, right? <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah, our, our sorry. Kid, yeah, I just saw what was coming up. Yeah, it's a slasher, but it's a slasher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of a weird one, but it is, you know we'll, we'll classify it as such. That one only got two point one stars out of us. Uh, but this last one is the one I was kind of on the fence of whether to count it, but it, you know <laughs> if you think about it, it is, and that's the Ginger Dead Man from two thousand five. <laughs> we gave that yeah. one point three eight stars. So. By far the worst of all these, you know, the Christmas slashers that we've watched. And we just watched that one last last Christmas. So that was what what episode was that, Donnie? Eighty seven. Eighty seven. So yeah. yeah. Don- so yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what more can you say? I mean, Donnie, you and I gave it one star, Smoke gave it one and a half. Will was the only one that was even slightly forgiving with his two stars, so yeah. yikes. Yeah. I think could have re-rated it. But, yeah, I know. think that was just for the comedy aspects of it. You know, he just left it there, but <laughs> yeah. it was funny. I'll give you that. And then, of course, we just did, like I said, last week on the Grindhouse Gutter on our uh, YouTube channel, we just talked about To All a Good Night. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely a slasher, no doubt. Um, very much uh, like we talked about on that episode, formulaic in the sense of like, it feels like everything else you've watched, but this one kind of was one of the, the original ones. I mean, it came out before almost all of them, right, Smoke? Mm-hmm. It came out the same year as Christmas Evil that we had mentioned, and, and of course, same year as Friday the 13th, and, and a Maniac and a shit ton of other slasher movies came out in 1980. But yeah, they hadn't really established that uh, stereotype yet, but this movie feels like <laughs> feels like what those stereotypical slasher movies would uh, would end up doing. It was It didn't go above and beyond. It didn't give you a whole lot of splatter effects it didn't give you too much twists or anything i mean there was a twist of course as any you know slasher movie does have but it just had it it just doesn't go there in a lot of places that you want it to so and and the you know it, it is fair to point out on that one as well you know we compare it like well it was before all these that was a straight to video release that probably almost <laughs> no one watched and then kind of really disappeared for a long time right it was one of those that just kind of went into the dustbin of horror history oh, yeah. and, and just recently, you know, what in the last decade or so probably got rediscovered, right. By uh, vinegar syndrome. So I believe it was. So that one, um, that's probably why it didn't get any kind of credit or just desserts for, you know, being, I mean, look, it's not a good movie. Right. But you know, for that kind of, <laughs> for that kind of movie and the formula and everything is what I'm getting at, you know? Yeah. It's service. It's serviceable. It's just mid middling, you know, it's, it doesn't, it's way better, and there's way, and there's quite a few worse. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that movie gets a little bit of attention more so because of the director. You know, David Hess directed it. He was the star for those who maybe don't know, star of uh, Last House on the Left, at least the main bad guy crew. So uh, I think that's you know, 
if it wasn't for that, that movie might still be wallowing in obscurity. You know, it might not be too many people wanting to release it if it wasn't for, you know, that that's just been a big draw for that movie. And then people are watching it like, oh, you know, it's not as good as I hoped it would be. <laughs> that being said, when I sat down and watched it, it really held my attention. You know, like I, it was, it was enjoyable, you know, like not, not many times was I like, oh God, when's this thing over? You know what I mean? Like, I think it's pretty, oh. I think it's pretty fast paced and, you know, it delivers a story you figure it's going to deliver. Um, yeah. Did it break any, you know, big ground? No, but you know, it was unique. If you put it in the perspective of, it was the one that kind of came before a lot of the ones that did it a little better later on. Um, yeah. It's one of those where if you've never seen it and you like slasher movies a lot, then you're going to, you're going to get a lot of enjoyment out of it. If you're not the biggest fan of slash movies, it's not going to win you over. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We talk a little bit deeper into that and smoke goes into some of that, uh, uh, the, the background on that one over on our YouTube channel. And that was the latest, uh, grindhouse gutter that we just did. Why fuss and fret about dinner? Why not have it right here? Yes, this drive-in offers everyone in the family a real picnic treat for dinner. We've got delicious sandwiches with all the trimmings and your other dinner favorites, plus whatever you want to drink, hot or cold. Come early before the show starts, or eat while you're being entertained, or at intermission time. So why fuss? Give your family a tasty dinner at this drive-in. Some other ones that we can mention here. We've got Jack Frost from 1997. <laughs> <laughs> oh not, yeah not the one with michael <laughs> keaton in it either the other one no. <laughs> you've got the movie with bill goldberg in it santa slay from 2005 yeah. i don't remember when that uh, came out I, I still haven't seen it but. no no i haven't either but i'm just you know kind of running down the yeah. list of some of these and we talked about black christmas from 74 there have been two other black christmas versions of black christmas one from 2006 yeah. and then one just a couple years ago in 2019 and i haven't seen either of them and obviously, Donnie, if you haven't seen the original, you probably haven't watched those. No, Smoke, have you watched either not. of those? Not, 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 uh, not, neither of the remakes is. I'm trying to remember if maybe I, maybe I did see the second remake and it was that forgettable. I don't, I know I haven't seen the newest one. I feel like I did watch the other one, but I, it was in one ear and out the other kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. What was that? That uh, does happen sometimes with uh with uh with these remakes for me sometimes. I know it depends. Just... If it's something that really grabs my attention, then cool, yeah. But if it if it didn't, then I need to rewatch it and maybe I like it a little better or, or, or it just ends up being forgettable. I know what you just reminded me of because it's of the same it's the same time period, House of Wax, that remake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh first off I'll say once again, because every time it comes up I have to say this, fuck that movie. But when we watched <laughs> when we watched that back in episode Who Gives a Fuck? I only recommend you listen to our episode, by the way, <laughs> whatever episode that was, go back and find that, but don't watch the movie. But I remember you saying that like you remembered watching it back then, but you, <laughs> you only remembered it up to a certain point and, yeah. You, <laughs> and you bailed on I it never or something. I that point until we did it for the, if it wouldn't have been for this podcast, I could have gone the rest of my life without seeing the rest of that movie <laughs> and been just fine. <laughs> well, unfortunately now with our addition of, uh, a uh, Crafter Peace Theater and frankly some of the cult corner movies. Um, there's gonna be a lot of these type of movies that like, you know what, I could have went the rest oh. of my life without like, for instance, <laughs> when we watched Showgirls. Like yep. I had never watched that. Yeah. I, I, I had no desire to watch yeah. that, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well at least we have the we have the added benefit of you know, we watch these movies and if they really shit they they're sucked, then then at least we're shitting on them together, you know. Yeah. We're yeah. having a good laugh fun with it that way it's better than just sitting by yourself and throwing this movie on and like why did i even watch that <laughs> yeah yeah god 
Um, which that I, I before we move on, I, that reminds me, our next Crapster Peace Theater, which happens to be uh, Crapster Peace Theater number ten, that will come out not this Friday but the next, two days before Christmas on December twenty third, and that's going to be Elves, that Dan Haggerty classic. So uh, you want to <laughs> you want to go over to patreon.com slash a spook show and uh, listen to us have to gag that one up. It's like a it's like having to choke up a hairball or something. And we have to talk about some of these movies. Except for one of us. One of us will not have to. Yeah, and, and Will, that was Will's nominee this time. So that's the gimmick on Crapster pieces. If like you, we all nominate each one of these movies that you choose from on these polls. And if, uh, you know, we don't tell you which one is ours until, you know, the, the voting is over, over. But whenever uh, it's all wrapped up, the person that won the poll doesn't have to be there to watch it. So this time, <laughs> Will nominated Elves. He won, so he doesn't have to be there. Um, so the, it's the rest of us. Uh, they have to sit through that horse shit, but, uh, yeah, I just figured I'd add that in before we moved on, but like some other movies, uh, you know, uh, Silent Night, Bloody Night from 1972. Now that one's kind of loose as far as it's a slasher or not, right? Smoke. I believe so, but it's been so long since I watched that movie. Yes. That one's kind of, eh. Silent Night, Bloody Night? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what you said? Silent Bloody Night? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's been for it's been a while for me, but I remember it's been, when you hear that title, you might be you know reminded of Silent Night, Deadly Night, which is definitely not that one. is for yeah. sure a slasher, but yeah, Silent Night, Bloody Night. It's been a while since I've seen it, and I remember if it is, it's sort of you know sort of in that gray zone area of uh, <laughs> it's not a full on slasher movie. And I think there's some for- loose, and I think there's some loose uh, canon films ties to that. So maybe that's one that we can mm. wedge in on canon fodder or something like that one of these days. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was one to get to on one of these Christmas because that's I totally pretty much forgotten about that movie as far as what definitely don't know how it ended. Remember how it ended? I remember little bits and pieces of it. But yeah. So that'd be a good Christmas one, maybe it's next Christmas or before the one we, after that. Before we continue, I'm going to go ahead and tease what's coming next week. Next week we're going to watch the Advent Calendar. Now, at last check, uh, it, and I'm pretty sure it's still available on Shutter. If you want to go check that out, that came out last mm-hmm. year, 2021. Um, that's what we're going to be uh, watching and talking about on episode 139 next week. But the reason I mention that is because we were supposed to watch something else uh, instead of the advent calendar. Yeah. And uh, it was it was it was a movie that Smoke nominated and he won. So we're like, all right, well, well let's do it. Like, but even he was like, you know what? This one, I don't know. Maybe maybe we need to reevaluate and. One of us fell on the sword and had to sit down and watch this movie, and it was Donnie, because because <laughs> Smoke and I, you know, we watch more of these movies than he does, so we're like, you know what, maybe somebody that doesn't watch as many of these should be the judge of whether we should talk about this or not. So, <laughs> what was that movie, Donnie, that uh, that shall not be named, I guess? <laughs> it's uh, no, we'll, we'll go ahead and name it. It, it's, it's it was uh, Christmas Cruelty from uh, 2013. <laughs> it was a Norwegian um uh, Christmas slasher, uh, mainly about a serial killer Santa. You know, it doesn't matter if you're naughty or nice. He, and it doesn't matter who you are. Yeah, it like. Look, I know this is an audio podcast, but we can see each other. If you can only see, <laughs> if you can only see Donnie's dead fish eyes as he speaks about, <laughs> as he speaks about Christmas cruelty. <laughs> Now, I will say the first five minutes made me want to just turn it off. I was just like, yeah, I don't know. But, you know, I guess without without actually spoiling anything, that that's pro- thing is there are some there's 
just some fucked up shit that goes on in that movie. Man. And that's why we decided um, not to celebrate Christmas that way, because yeah. that, that would have been the episode literally less than a week before Christmas. And we decided, you know what, maybe this is, or I should say Donnie mm. kind of made the call, you know, because he's the one that watched yeah. it. We decided like, you know, that's a little bit too much for, for right before Christmas. Maybe we should hang that yeah. one for another day. So, um, yeah, one of these days, one of these days. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, after, cause I've had some time to stew on it a little bit, you know, just to kind of, you know, and I, I think it's kind of one we should probably do, uh, just not during this time of year. <laughs> <laughs> There's no rule saying you can't do a Christmas horror in the middle of July, right? We can, maybe we, maybe that's it's what true. we do. Christmas in July. Yeah, I was about to say maybe that's what we do. We do Christmas in July, and when then we just stack up a couple of these movies that, you know. Lord knows there's no shortage of Christmas horror, Christmas slasher movies. That's for sure. I mean, it's we're, true. we're just going through a handful of them and talking about some, you know, loosely yeah. today. There's tons. There's tons. I mean, like, like I said, last year we <laughs> went through that whole list. It was a bunch of fucking movies. And every year there's probably four or five, six more that they add to the pool, you know? So True. Uh, just recently on Shutter, Christmas, Bloody Christmas uh, came out. Um, I don't know. Violent if, Night. If Violent Night, I guess, but that's not really a horror, right? That's more of an action. Well, I'm not, it's got elements. It's got elements. It's not straightforward horror, but it's got, it's got enough gore and violence in it to uh, yeah. possibly push it into somewhat of a, you know, <laughs> for some people it might be. Bring up the high kill count and, and the uh, the high gore score, I assume, for that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could get yeah we could get the, the kill count and the gore score up there on that for sure. We've Even got, if it doesn't fall into straightforward horror, we could probably still do it. Well, yeah, I mean, we can still do. It. I mean, look, we made room for Die Hard and some other movies like that, right? So yeah, there's always room on our plate for <laughs> movies like that. Um, now we talked about Silent Night, Deadly Night, um, but there's a whole series of those too. There's Silent yeah. Night, Deadly Night Part Two. Anytime I hear Silent Night, Daily Night 2, the first thing that pops in my mind is, it's garbage day. Yeah, that scene alone, that, that scene will be stuck in your head, if nothing else, from that movie. I've oh, yeah. seen well, the scene. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I think yeah, everybody's seen, seen that, seen that damn well, scene. I, I'll put it this way. Hey, you've seen Silent Night, Deadly Night, yeah. right? Yeah, well, first, remember we watched that, uh, what was that last year, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you've seen Silent Night, Deadly Night, Beautiful. then you've seen Silent, you've seen about 90% of Silent Night, Deadly Night too, because most of that movie is them rehashing the first movie and, yeah. and then some other stuff tacked on at the end of it. That's pretty much what that, I remember being really disappointed when I saw that sequel the first time, because it really, literally the first half of the movie is just part one flashback scenes from it. And the messed up thing is, is that like, it's not like it was a movie that like, Oh, we need to rush and make the sequel because the first one was good. And it came out the next yeah. year or something. No, it came out three years later, almost <laughs> yeah. three years later. So like, what the hell, man? <laughs> then after that, there was silent night, deadly night three, better watch out silent night, mm-hmm. deadly night four initiation, silent night, deadly night five, the toy maker. And then there was a, a kind of a remake just called silent night from 2012. So uh, all those toy maker that you mentioned too, like that, I think it was a toy maker. And we probably talked about this, I think maybe on the episode of the Sunlight Daily Night, but Mickey Rooney, oh god, <laughs> he was like all up in arms as, as a lot of people were when the first Sunlight Daily Night movie came out in 1984, that uh, there was a lot of people up in arms about that movie just because of, you know, how dare you display Santa Claus this way as a killer and the kids are going to be scared. And, you know, yeah. and he was one of the voices that we're speaking up in, you know, Hollywood about that. And then he's in Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, the Toy Maker. Yeah. 
Yeah, because we talked about that when we uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night came out, how like it basically only played in theaters for about a week because of that. Remember, they, they kind of got yanked out of theaters. Yeah, well, the uh, trailers, because I remember seeing the trailers. I mean, it was 84. I was 11 years old, I guess, when uh, when that movie came out. And I remember seeing some of the trailers on TV, but they got yanked from TV pretty shortly. Even They were probably even more up in arms about that because kids could see that, you know, the trailers. And yeah, there's not gore in there, but I do remember vividly the scene of the axe, like when he's standing outside in the snow and the axe drops into the frame and it's like, yeah, a little bit of blood on the axe or whatever, maybe. That is a very memorable trailer, even though, of course, there's no gore in it. And that just that alone pissed off enough uh, parents to get them out there protesting the movie and and also protesting it, the trailer being shown on TV. And I think it, the trailer got yanked after a short time as well. Crazy thing is, is Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, Initiation, that was directed by Brian Usna, you know, the same guy that directed mm. Reanimator. So that's that's a, a a random connection. But Usna made a lot of those kind of movies in those years following that, right? Yeah, I think it was it Stuart Gordon that made the first Reanimator, and then Brian Usna did all the, directed all the ones after that. I mean, Usna was involved in the first one, too. I think he maybe as a producer or something with Stuart Gordon, and then ton of his yeah, other, right. was other movies on his own. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. He was the producer of uh, yeah. Reanimator. Yeah. And from he Beyond directed. and Dolls. And then, oh, some, yeah. Yeah. and then somehow Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In the middle of that. <laughs> Quite an eclectic filmography, if you ever want to go look at Brian Usna's uh, uh, filmography. But yeah, I mean, like that's just some. I mean, is there anything else you guys wanted to pull out before we uh, kind of wrap it up here as far as like specific Christmas slashers that you might want to recommend or anything? We well, we just got finished talking about it, but if I had to uh, pick, because we we were kind of going over a format for the show of like each of us kind of pick two movies and we'll talk mm -hmm. about it or whatever. And I, was, I'm you know, I was thinking about what's if I had to pick two favorite Christmas slasher movies, not necessarily Christmas horror in general, but Christmas slasher to recommend or that would be maybe my favorite. And it's there's a shit ton of these movies out there, so it's kind of hard sometimes to pick a favorite from <laughs> the Christmas holiday movies. But honing in on slashers, uh. I'd already mentioned it was uh, for me, if I had to pick two black Christmas, the original. And uh, I, I've got a soft spot for that silent night, deadly night, the first one, even though yeah. it's not, some people would say, yeah, it's, it's got its place and its merits and all that, but it's definitely not the best of the Christmas slashers. It's just the one that I saw a lot as a kid or as a teenager. And I've carried it through pretty much watched that one almost every, every year or every other year. It's just a, uh, very 80s hits all checks all the good boxes of slasher movies as far as like it it's got decent gore i mean it doesn't go crazy with it but it's there so I, I mean i would recommend those two for anybody who hasn't seen delved into you know christmas holiday horror movies or whatever if you've never seen black christmas definitely watch that one first and then you can't go wrong with silent night deadly night but i'll let y'all choose some of y'all's too as well to put oh, some more recommendations i I'll out. totally agree with black christmas and i'll throw out one more that has a soft spot for me and that was christmas evil that we did that yeah. and that's just because <laughs> yeah, that of that batshit crazy ending of that movie <laughs> that's that true that's true I, yeah that would the only the only reason that for me that it might get edged out a little bit is because of how many times i probably saw silent night deadly night versus how many times i saw yeah, yeah. really they're, they're pretty much equal to me and i love <laughs> and i love silent night deadly night as well but christmas evil i don't know there's something about it it's so it's so yeah. uh you know it, it is well done for what it is but it's it's so much like a time capsule type of movie too, like you know that like seventies early eighties. I mean, it came mm -hmm. out in eighty, but just the randomness of it all, especially toward the end, and it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? And it, it's like, it sticks. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't care what you, how, yeah. whatever. If you sit down and watch that movie, it's gonna stick with you. 
It is, you know, you're going to remember it. <laughs> Especially the very end, the last yeah, scene. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, everything that leads up to the end and then the very end. It's just like, what the? I think, you know, that was that soundbite that we pulled that we used to have in the What open the hell did we just watch? What the hell did we just watch? That was from that <laughs> when we were like, because when you're sitting there, just like, wow, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> so yeah, that one has kind of a soft spot, but I definitely agree with Black Christmas. I think out of the ones we've talked about here, and I can't really think of anything else that we haven't talked about. It even comes close to Black Christmas as far as, you know, these type of movies are concerned. But yeah, yeah, so I, I, that's really, I guess, all we, you know, it's just kind of a brief, uh, you know, casual conversation about Christmas slashers. And look, if you're listening to this and you're like, why didn't they talk about this? Send us a message, send us an email, send us something like, hey, fuck, you know, I can't believe we forgot to talk about this one in particular. But, you know, these things are always like beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? I'm sure uh, yeah. someone's favorite Christmas slasher movie out there, we didn't it talk is. about, you know, you know, so or new ones, you know, new ones, you know, new. I, I, I'm not the best at knowing the new horror movies when they come out and all that stuff. So if there's any new horror movies that people think are, you know, you haven't, you guys haven't seen this one, you definitely need to check this out. Then yeah, definitely shoot us that because, uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, none of us really had much expectations for better watch out and we all kind of enjoyed it. So, you know, that's an example right there. Like, Hey, you, you don't, you know, just because it was made in the last few years doesn't mean we, we won't love it. So yeah, if you got any recommendations or anything, throw them at us it's the uh it's the christmas season so we're ready to watch a couple maybe we haven't seen so mm. all right so yeah like i said uh next week we'll be uh doing uh the advent calendar uh that will be the regular episode and then next friday december 23rd over on our patreon patreon.com slash a spook show crapster peace theater number 10 elves yeah so <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how we're gonna wrap up the christmas season honestly because we're kind of moving on to other shit yeah after right as we should <laughs> oh yeah well i don't know i mean we're gonna have our next cannon fodder after that episode yeah, 140 that's true maybe we're gonna wish we'd stuck to christmas i don't know <laughs> you'll find out we'll but, see uh, yeah yeah uh, although with cannon we had no choice just like our uh summer summer what was it the camp, summer camp movies camp, we yeah, had to go with a they didn't have a christmas movie that we knew of yeah, or that also knew of either, I guess, right? I don't so the two things that yeah. we've learned so far about Canon Films is they didn't make any damn Christmas movies, not really, and then they didn't make any summer camp movies when there was a bunch of summer camp movies being made in the eighties. <laughs> so go figure. They were the one. Yeah, well, we all, decided we all came to a to a consensus of not doing a certain movie, which could be tied to Christmas or is tied to Christmas, but yeah. not technically a Christmas movie. But we're trying not to. We're trying to hold back on some of our big guns. Yeah, right and, and uh, also we'll add. We uh, one of the early cannon fighters was Invasion USA, and we've already done it, yeah. and that was at Christmas. Yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we we had to kind of go off script. So, but yeah, like we'll, we'll we'll let you know getting closer to that what that's going to be, uh, and that will be the day after Christmas. That that's our uh, that's our after dinner mint to you. It's <laughs> <laughs> cannon fodder. It will come out the next day. So. Lots of cool things going on. We encourage you to go check out the uh, the website, aaspookshow.com. That's the center of the Spook Show universe, and you can find just about anything and everything you want that has anything to do with us there. So uh, for Will, who couldn't be with us, he's off on Christmas excursion. <laughs> Donnie, Professor Smoke, I'm Josh. We're the All-American Spook Show Podcast, and we'll talk to you next week for the Advent Calendar. Please replace the speaker on its rack when you're ready to leave. Failure to do so will damage both the speaker and your car. We'll be grateful, and so will the patrons who follow you.